Hello, one and all. Glad to have you with us for Red Barn Radio. I'm Bradford Becker. We continue in our 22nd season of Red Barn Radio, and we welcome you tonight to show number 843. And our guest this evening for show number 843 is Jacob Perez. Jacob is a songwriter living in Cincinnati, Ohio, spending much of his childhood and teen years moving around the country, has formed this artist's voice in his songs when the COVID-19 pandemic found Perez furloughed from his day job. The season of Extra Time proved the most fruitful creative period of his life thus far. The batch of songs written during this period became the core of his debut record, Get Well, released in March of 2022. Welcome Jacob Perez to Red Barn Radio. Mercy never folds, mercy rolls the dice, mercy beats the house, and she hangs me out to dry. Mercy comes down on the loser's side sometimes. Mercy's heavy hand, selfish and austere. Leaves no room for questions, little room for fear. She's swinging for the fences. Good God, that thing is out of here. Mercy is a barroom. Mercy knows your name. Mercy is a cold one at the end of a long she will always be there She will always stay the same Mercy is a mountain Mercy is a ditch Mercy is the wound And the bandage and the stitch Mercy is the medicine and I can barely stomach it Mercy is the medicine And I can barely stomach it Thanks to WEKU, Red Barn Radio's official radio partner NPR for Central and Eastern Kentucky Listen online at WEKU.org. Red Barn Radio is presented with the support of LexArts, Lexington, Kentucky's cultural development, advocacy, and fundraising organization. LexArts, working for the development of a strong and vibrant arts community as a means of enhancing the quality of life in Central Kentucky. And by Visit Lex, Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. Planning to visit Lexington or just looking for more information? Visit Lex is on the web at visitlex.com. Tonight we present for you a solo performance by Cincinnati singer-songwriter Jacob Perez. 
Jacob's sound has evolved quickly over the past three years. He released his debut album in 2022, as I mentioned, and rather quickly followed it up with a 2023 release called Signs. He'll be touring more with songs from that album this year, and tonight he'll wet your whistle with a slew of tunes from both albums. Welcome Jacob Perez for the first time to Red Barn Radio. up from a dream last night home in of a reckoning tide God bless the heart of a golden boy cause he's all rust inside the heart of a latchkey kid who knows how to go fairly young and you got started on this journey at least as far as 
publishing music and recording your songs around the time that you were about 20, right? 20, yeah. 21? Uh, the, first, the first time I ever went into the studio, I think I was, I was probably 20 years old. In the short time that is from then until now, what have you learned about the geography of the artistic life? I've learned a couple things. I think the thing that's first and foremost for me is that I don't want to live any other kind of life. I don't foresee a future for myself where I'm not writing songs, even if that's, you know, working a day job and playing gigs on the weekend or whatever. I just, I love writing songs and I love playing songs. I think the other thing that I've learned is that you can't put too much value on, uh, I don't know, perceived perception, I guess, from, from, from how you feel like people are receiving your stuff. Um, I think that, like, it's really easy to get on, like, the Internet and see someone who's, like, blowing up and be like, wow, I wish I was that person. And I think that, you know, there's, there's just kind of a time and a place for everything. So I think for me it's just, like, just keep writing songs, man. Just keep getting out there and, you know, don't get discouraged. It's, it's really easy to in the, in the din of uh, just all the content that exists. But like I said, I don't, I don't want to live any other kind of life, really. So. Huh. I got the lay of the land I got the list of demands I ain't no company man I got the lay of the land I got the sweat of my brow I got the why and the how The where and what needs some shaking out I got the sweat of my brow The money never comes If the money never comes If the money never comes I got what I want I got the color and sound I got my feet on the ground I got here and I got now I got the color and sound If the money never comes If the money never comes If the money I got the lay of the land I got some dirt on my hands I got some fat in the pan I got the lay of the land I got the lay of the land. When you think about just keeping at it, it isn't for you necessarily toward the goal of having the algorithm working perfectly for you. It's more about having you work perfectly for you. Yeah. Yeah, it's more about um, 
living a, a life in kind of a sustainable way that makes sense for me. It's about being okay with myself. No one else is going to give that to me. You know? Yeah, true that. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, it sounds like you did some travel as a young person or that your family moved around a bit. Yeah, we were pretty transient. My parents were both in the army when I was little, and, and they got out mm. so we didn't have to move every two years, and then we moved every two years my whole life. So, ah. like, I did a year of high school. Each year of high school, I was in a different state, just constantly moving around. And then, like, even got to the point where we were homeschooled, so at one point, my, my parents sold our house, and we lived out of an RV and just, like, traveled around, and every day was kind of like a field trip. And we did that for, for a few months at a time and then would kind of come back and, like, settle somewhere for a little bit. And they've gone out and done that, you know, even since I've been gone. So, yeah, I just grew up in a very, like, transient way. In a transient way, but also with creatives as parents. Yeah, yeah, I think I get the, I don't know, the, uh, the flightiness of the artist from my parents, for huh. sure. I don't know, my parents just, like, really love to have experiences and to see things and place much more of a value on, like, going out to... Uh, see a national park than you know material possessions which was good because no one tells you this when you're going into a creative life but uh, you're broke most of the time so it's good to care about experiences instead of uh, instead of material things no hand me down no true hometown no landmarks to recall no family friends Just rolls off. Well, I don't carry much around. Nothing here is gonna tie me down, and I try to ignore the signs. So there's no going back. Just a scared kid, I ran and hid. I ain't sorry. About that, oh my blood, you've had enough. Ain't no bridge I won't burn. Just a punk kid talking. I guess I'll never learn. But don't get used to me. Tie me down and I try to ignore the signs. So there's no going back. Just a scared kid I ran and hid. I ain't sorry about that. Don't get used to me around Nothing here is gonna tie me down And I try to ignore the signs So there's no going back Just a scared kid I 
your parents were traveling around with you all, and it wasn't just you, right? You had siblings. No, I'm, I'm one of five. We have a pretty large age gap, so my oldest sister was already out of the house by the time we were kind of on the road. But it was me and, and my three younger siblings packed in a, in a little RV, just enough beds for all of us in there and not, you know, not room for much else. As a young person, did you feel like you wanted for things? I don't think so. I'm not going to sit here and say that there weren't times where I was like, man, I, what 12-year-old kid wants to like go to school every day and just like sit in a classroom? You know, I felt like I got so much out of just being out and, and seeing things and just like getting to, to put my hands on things and get my, my hands dirty outside, you know, just like I think that it's good for a person. What kind of things did your parents teach you all to, to do as young people? Did you feel like you were developing some skills in your time outdoors that maybe other kids your age at that time weren't developing? As far as, like, learning learning things that other kids don't, I don't know. I mean, I just, like, learned to kind of be a problem solver. Like, you'd be out on the road and have a flat tire, and it's just like, well, you just got to go out there and change your tire, you know? There's, there's stuff like that that just, like... When you were growing up and... And when, especially when you're traveling around and you're not doing it with... Uh, with a whole lot of funds, you know, you, you kind of find creative ways to solve problems, and then you just kind of learn to, like, be cool with what you've got, you hmm. know. Where in the country did you all uh, decide to stay? And did you find yourself out in the national park and found that you really enjoyed that region and thought you might like to try to live there for a little bit? Is that sort of how it went? It was, it was a little bit planned. Like, there was uh, some time we'd go out. And so, like, this uh, pretty much saw every every state on, like, the eastern side of the country. Like, did New England for a little while. We spent a month up there and just kind of bounced around in the fall, and it was it was really cool. Did a lot of hiking. Oh, yeah. It's kind of the goal to see, like, all 50 states over the course of two years, and that didn't happen while I was living at home. It was just, I think, more about just going out and collecting experiences. So we'd go to a national park or We'd find museums. We'd do all kinds of tours, and it was kind of like as many like hands-on, interesting things as we could find to do. In the RV, was there music playing? And at what point in time did you start hearing some music and start thinking, you know, this is deep in me? I was so little when I got my first guitar, I don't really remember it. Like, I was probably four or five. I took lessons as a kid, and I don't know, I, re- I, I liked it. I think... What I've been told is what sparked that in me is we were sitting in church and I was like looking up on stage and there was some dude playing a guitar and singing and I was like, that looks like fun. I didn't know that was a thing you could do. I'd like to do that. And so my parents just, they got me a guitar and I learned and stuck with it over time. And I played, you know, mostly like religious music through my whole childhood. Had a lot of like early exposure to like bluegrass music, especially. And so I always thought that was the kind of thing that I'd do and... How bluegrass? Where, where were you when you first heard bluegrass? We'd have these bands that would, the, these like family bands that would come through and uh, play at the churches that I was going to, and, and they, you know, they all played bluegrass music for whatever reason. There's like a whole circuit of these, of these kind of family bands playing bluegrass. Gospel. Yeah, kind of like, like, yeah, like Southern gospel, bluegrass, yeah. kind of, yeah, it was really, I mean, really twangy, really earthy, like lot of just uh, the whole stage would just be like littered with string instruments of all kinds mandolins banjos and you know i don't know how many six-year-old kids get to see somebody play a dobro on stage at you know just in the regular course of their life but i just knew about all these instruments and these sounds and you know i've kind of carried that early like love for kind of rootsy music with me 
really my whole life. It was like these family bands where like from a young age the kids were singing and the kids would get up there and I'm like, you know, this seven year old singing a really sweet alto harmony on this on this song. It was just it was cool and I, I kinda like I don't know, I don't know if it was like the communal thing or like I was just really drawn to that whole kind of experience. Hmm. It wasn't until I got into my teen years and kind of started to move away from that world that I really, like, the whole world kind of opened up for me in terms of, like, I was discovering, like, I remember the first time I heard uh, Springsteen, and it, like, blew my doors off. Like, I was, like, this is, like, I put on... Um, like, Nebraska? That album it, was, uh, it was Born to Run, but uh. for the first time I ever listened to that record... Because uh, I was always, like, an albums kid because I would just I'd buy CDs. And so, like, I always listened to music. When I sat down to listen to something, I'd want to listen to the whole thing. And so I was like, this, song, this record only has eight songs on it. That's weird, you know? And then I listened to it, and I was like, my whole, my whole world was changed. Um, Nebraska came later for me, and that's still, like, a, a touchstone. It was funny kind of coming into that stuff from being really, like, having it kind of closed off to me as a, as a young kid, you know? Shadows cast afternoon Sun-drawn lines between the truth And the feeling and the shade The kind of heat that makes you shake Sweat it out, drink it down Hot black top, the common ground we were kids, nothing less Folding chairs out on the edge it was July and I was hungry Started walking home in the sun Evening laying low Kind of darkness comes on slow Something I had since back before these knees were bad. Early morning concrete prayers, just hoping God might meet me there. Waiting on the sun to break, warm the air just for my sake. had kind of a period of time where I really had kind of started it was after my first record came out and I was like it didn't change my life you know I was like oh man like no like seven people have listened to this record and I <laughs> I let myself really like get down and like I found myself like counting heads at shows of people I was like how many people did I get to come out to this show and finally I just had to like take a break I was like you know what like I don't 
feel good. Like, I don't, like, this isn't good for me if I'm thinking about it this way. I took, like, six months off of planned shows and ended up writing what became Signs. All the songs that I had written up to that point in that period of, like, feeling kind of bad about myself were kind of whiny songs. And I don't think Uh they were really, like, telling the truth about anything, you know? What was the professional failure that you had had by the time you were 19? Um, So, I mean... You referred to that. I was already kind of on my way out of, like, the religious world. Coming out of high school, I was working in a church and did not really fit the mold belief-wise as far as what they kind of wanted from me. It was just a group of people that really couldn't handle any sort of dissenting opinion or, or discussion, and so I was kind of pushed out. In hindsight, I talk about it as like a professional failure, and that's a bit of a euphemism. Like it's not, it wasn't my fault, you know. It was kind of just, I don't really chalk any of that up to who like I am as a person, but it felt that way when I was 19 years old. I was like, I'd moved across the country to take this job, and like this was my whole community, and um, all of a sudden like my life was kind of just like turned upside down, and I was like, oh, cool, like. I was frying chips at Chipotle two weeks later because it felt like a dream job at the time, but I just, there were so many kind of struggles around just like not really fitting in. So, yeah. Huh. I wonder what it's like to call it even Underneath the weight of wrong believing The heaviness of yoke upon my shoulders heavier each year as I grow older I give a little thought and understanding I know your heart is oftentimes demanding I labor For the sake of living honest, I callous these hands to be your man, to give you my love. However, I can, I climb these walls, I hop the fence just like I did when we were kids. Gave a damn for me that's saying something When your love was strong I took off running Underneath my light-hearted demeanor Laid a cynic in the ashes of a dreamer I callous these hands To be your man To give you my love However I can, I climb these walls, I hop the fence, just like I did when we were kids. I 
gave me something steady I could stand on. Gave me flesh and blood that I could put my hands on. You drank me down like wine at that old table. Would you love me hard and fast? You are able to callous these hands to be your man. Give you my love however I can climb these walls. We're back with more Red Barn Radio after this break. Red Barn Radio, Roots Music, Southern Style. We'll be right back. Gave me flesh and blood that I could put my hand. You drank me down like wine at that old table Would you love me hard and fast? You are able to callous these hands To be your man To give you my love However I can I climb these walls I hop the fence like I did when we were kids. Thanks, y'all. Welcome back. This is Red Barn Radio, recorded live from the Arts Place Performance Hall in Lexington, Kentucky. Red Barn Radio, Roots Music, Southern Style. Chestnut wrote a song about Lucinda in 1990. He had no idea about car wheels or everything that she would be. Some folks have a way of knowing what's coming down the line and for once I have a feeling that everything will be just fine Busted his ass in a factory when ain't no sunshine was a radio hit. 
is working a day job that he refused to quit. There's so many ways to live a life. For once, I have the feeling that everything will be just fine. Was interesting to me that how you chose to sort of focus on Bill. Did you see a documentary about uh, Bill Withers or something that triggered that? Or? You know, honestly, the song started with the with the verse about Vic Chestnut. I was listening to one of his records, and he had a song on there called Lucinda Williams, and it you oh. know, it was years before she was like kind of ubiquitous it, it like i mean car wheels came out in 1998 you know and yeah, and um, right. you know the song was on a record in 1990 so i was like very curious about that and i had read uh lucinda williams biography shortly before that and i'd kind of realized that like she was working in a grocery store until she was like 42 mm. and it's like we just all think of lucinda as like songwriter royalty now but it's kind of like dude like she was in it for a long time before she ever really saw any reward come of that. And so I actually decided to kind of do a little digging on like late bloomers and Bill Withers was a notable one. And I just thought it was so poignant that like when he really made it, he didn't believe it. And he was like, I don't care. Like I still got to go to work tomorrow. (laughs) Ain't no sunshine was number one. He was like, I got to go clock in tomorrow. You know, what I also know about Bill Withers is that, He's a guy who was uncompromising. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he like the, the vision that he had for his own work, and he was pretty singular, and, and he's just a real, like, working man's musician, you know? He made the things that he wanted to make, and he didn't feel like, you know, I have to... He wasn't hanging his hat on it, you know? And so I kind of want to have that same, like, I can't live or die on this thing, you know? Like, sure, I, I, this is the way that I want to live my life, but also I cannot let it be like this is how I feel about myself whether this is good or bad kind of affects my self-perception I'm just like you know what like if I have to have a day job my whole life and cool like I'll do it this time of year my life comes to a standstill I just work my job and pay my rent on time It's dark before the rush hour traffic's faded It's cold enough to set the beer outside Can you remember me when I was still foolish Fool enough to sweat over a dream I have no time anymore for that sort of thing. Let's rearrange this whole entire apartment. It's the cheapest way to make a change of scene. You pull all of the junk out of the closets 
Dusting off keepsakes and memories Remember when I spoke to you in poems Back when these songs would write themselves Forgive me for forgetting To make my love be felt been told this winter might be brutal Farmer's almanac and never lies They got five feet in buffalo on Friday So I guess our burden's relatively light Remember when Said I'd leave Ohio I'm not much good at follow through And I'm not going anywhere Unless you're coming too I had a really unhealthy relationship with alcohol, like as a young, I wouldn't call myself an alcoholic because like I still drink and can drink in moderation. But mm-hmm. like growing up, we were like teetotalers, like my nobody in my family drank alcohol. So there was not any sort of like good model for me and how to relate to substances, you know. Mm-hmm. And so when I kind of was on my own and had this freedom that I could be like, I can go out and drink or I can like, you know, it, it just got out of hand really, at really 18. fast. Yeah, at 18 at by the time I was 21, I'd gotten it all out of my system, you know. Uh, I'd made a, a lot of poor choices and, and shot myself in the foot early on in my, in my adulthood. And, and that's a lot of what uh, Get Well, the song and the record, d- just has a lot to do with me kind of like realizing that I wanted to change the way I was living my life. And so, yeah. Who is it that's asking the addict to get well in that song? I think it can kind of be interpreted however you want it to be for me it was you know my my partner and my community and my friends who are kind of like I never was like having an intervention moment but like I had a lot of people that were looking out for me when I wasn't looking out for myself those conversations around that for me were kind of helping me realize that like oh like you can't do this forever you know you can't like just get up and and drink to fuel your day like it you know, there's there's a lot more to life than than numbing things out. And that's, I mean, that's what it was about. I had experienced a lot of, I mean, talking about like the, you know, young professional failure in my life, but I had a lot of stuff that I was unpacking too that I just didn't want to deal with. So that I think that's where kind of at the end of Get Well, I have this line where I say, I'll, you know, I'll face up to the mountains that stand in my way. I want to like live life with like, my whole chest, you know, like I'm like, I, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna experience everything and I'm gonna like look it in the face and I'm not gonna run away from it, you know. You wouldn't say that I was unkind. I wouldn't call these years wasted time. 
I know where I picked up these habits of mine Like father, like mother, like whiskey, like Can't pull out the roots without killing the tree Can't do a damn thing about what's killing me We're all dying slow, we're all losing our leaves Drop seeds in the ground, see what grows underneath I'll give it up, you know I can't help it What's growing up, feel a little selfish You've got something asking me to get well So what the hell I'll sober up, it's the best I can do Pull weeds in my garden to make room for you Won't you tie me down, all I need you to do Is keep walking barefoot, I'm following through I'll give it up, you know I can't help it What's growing up, you're a little selfish Got some nerve asking me to get well. So what the hell? up to the mountains that stand in my way You make me feel like I might be okay I'll break through the dirt I don't care what it takes Yeah, I was like spending a lot of my young uh, adulthood trying to kind of get away from things in my young life. And it was this kind of thing I think I learned because we were so transient that I could just kind of drop everything and, like, kind of about face. And when we moved to a new place, like, I don't have to think about anything that happened behind me. For me, through all of my, like, young life, I just kind of never had close relationships with, like, extended family. And, like, we were moving so much, so, like, I only had a handful of friendships that I kind of took with me into adulthood things you forget was again like kind of about that impulse that I have to kind of like not think about things that have happened in the past or think about uh relationships that I'm leaving behind so my heart feels older than these trees younger than the flowers underneath Got good years and bad years hidden in these rings, and desperate dreams stored in little seeds. I'm working up an appetite, working up my courage, 
Working on getting somewhere I could settle down You could keep me honest I could keep you company We could plant a garden In this God-forsaken ground I've lost my taste for fighting every fight Looking for something I can't find I've lost my taste for wasting Every single night Wasted cause I can't get right Working up an appetite, working up my courage, working on getting somewhere I could settle down. If you could keep me honest, I could keep you company, and we could plant a garden in this God-forsaken ground. Working up my courage Working on getting somewhere I could settle down If you could keep me honest I could keep you company And we could plant a garden In this God-forsaken ground Yeah, I toured last year for the first time. I feel like I have a real, like, cool grassroots thing going on in Cincy. I've got a lot of, I've been there for a long time now, and I I feel like I have a lot of people who come out and support me at shows, and I'm still kind of at the point where, like, I know every face and every crowd, you know, when I'm playing. Like, I, it's just a room full of my, my friends and people that I love. You know, I, I took this show on the road last year and, uh, planned a tour pretty heavily this year, and I've kind of made some, adjustments in my professional life to kind of accommodate that uh, outside of you know playing music like I have to have a day job and what, what, what do you do until next Thursday I work in wine distribution actually uh-huh. and uh, now I'm kind of going back to working in in restaurants to kind of be able to come and go in what capacity bartender as a okay. server sure so this year I kind of plan to to play about 30 or 40 dates on the road uh, I've got a tour coming up in March and April with a band called Kin and Company they're out of Northwest Arkansas, and so we're going to be touring 
kind of taken a line down to like Fayetteville. We're going to be playing in St. Louis. We're going to play some dates in Texas. We're playing in San Antonio, which is where I'm from, and I haven't been there in 10 years, you know, so it's, it's going to be a really fun kind of homecoming show of sorts. What's Kin and Company like? Kin and Company, they're, they're kind of going through an interesting transition right now because they're kind <laughs> of like, they put out like five records already, and they're, I mean, they're my age, you know, so they're really prolific, and their stuff is very like indie rock, kind of alternative. It feels like their sound is really going towards bands kind of like the National with like really like verby guitars and like, I think their lyrics are really thoughtful, and I, I feel like they have some really like incredible songs that they kind of put this whole full band sound behind, which is really cool. Are they going to put that full band sound behind you and your songs? No, I, we haven't really talked about it. Because they live so far away, they are kind of like my dream band that I, I would love to have behind me because I, oh, yeah? I know all these guys so well, and I feel like we're all kind of speaking the same language when, we, when we're working on stuff together. Jonah, who's in Kin and Company, he's the, he's the front man and one of the kind of principal songwriters. He's produced all my stuff. So like oh. we've worked on a couple of records together, and we've, to this day, not played a show together. I haven't played a show with Kin and Company. I've actually played with another one of his bands. So it's really fun to kind of like get to do something collaborative with people that you love. I would love for them eventually to like one day maybe like back me up on, because I, I would like to take the, the full band thing on the road at some point too. And if you were to do that, it would be with this group of folks that you know. Yeah. And who sort of, you have that sort of kinship with yeah, them. Yeah, right. kinship, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, they'd kind of be my first choice for sure. Nice. Yeah. That should be a bullet piercing my chest. It's just the inevitable truth, I guess. Shame should be smoldering, burning my face. It might catch up with me in my future days. It might catch up with me in my Left as a prophet Speaking in tongues Returned as a vagrant Prodigal son Found and then lost ghost in the night I ran from this town and forgot what it was like I ran from this town and forgot what it was like I'm standing knee high in the flood Forgive me for what I've left undone Bury something deep enough You might just play dead It's hard to raise grief over things you forget Forget where you come from Forget who you are Forget where you're going Your beat-up car 
get where you're going your beat up car I'm standing knee high in the flood forgive me for what I've left to WEKU, Red Barn Radio's official radio partner, NPR for Central and Eastern Kentucky. Listen online at WEKU.org. Red Barn Radio is presented with the support of LexArts, Lexington, Kentucky's cultural development, advocacy, and fundraising organization. LexArts, working for the development of a strong and vibrant arts community as a means of enhancing the quality of life in Central Kentucky. And by Visit Lex, Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. Planning to visit Lexington or just looking for more information? Visit Lex is on the web at visitlex.com. Red Barn Radio's executive producer is Ed Commons, who also directs our show. The Red Barn Radio theme was written and performed by the Lucy Becker Band. More information is available on social media at Lucy Becker Music. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Kathy Stamps. And I'm Forrest Leffler. There are many people to thank for our program. First, Jacob Perez, our guest this evening. We are ever grateful for our volunteers and staff who make our production happen each and every week. We want to thank all of you for listening to our webcast, watching us on social media, and those listening to us on the network of Red Barn radio stations and media worldwide. Red Barn Radio comes to you from our home, the Arts Place Performance Hall in downtown Lexington, Kentucky. Our website has updates and further information on our guests and our program. We're on the web at redbarnradio.com. Now, before we close out tonight's program, I wonder if we might uh, get Jacob Perez to grace us with one more number.
Just yesterday we were drinking out that bar on 13th after we closed down. Talking and laughing like we were old friends. How lucky, how rare. Thank God that life ain't fair. Cut through my armor, drawing blood. You open my eyes to the road I shine. And I thought I would break. Showed me how to bend. How lucky, how rare. Thank God that life ain't fair. you plant flowers in your windowsill. Get up every morning and watch the sun come up. I hope all that you touch turns to gold. I hope you keep coming into your own. Mercy on mercy poured in How lucky, how rare, thank God that life ain't fair. Red Barn Radio, Roots Music, Southern Style, the best music from the roots of the South, and sharing this music with the world. 